Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Shadman. Together we'll listen to a wide variety of jazz, making new discoveries and finding new information to help enliven our musical experience. Sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Last week, in part one of Jazz Tunes to Help Us Heal, much of the focus was on We the Listener and certain songs and performances that either enhance our insight, help us focus on our strengths, and help us get through tough times. This week, I'll put a bit more focus on how playing jazz helps us. Let's start with a quick quote from Victoria Drummer and Jazz Choir Director Brian Tate, one I've played before on this podcast. But the essence of jazz is improvisation. And, you know, life is improvisation. Conversation is improvisation. And it's, it's where some really great things can happen because it's so easy to get so tightly wound about our lives and try to control every aspect of it. Uh, but in the area of improvisation, you're really stepping into a musical conversation where you are responding to an offer. You know, and in theater sports, it's it's called giving and accepting offers. You know, and the sort of the general rule is, if someone makes an offer, you go with that. You don't block it. You don't say no. I don't want to do that. You simply you say yes, and you go with it. So improvisation is about saying yes, in the face of the unknown, in the face of not knowing how it's going to turn out, and just going along for the ride. Uh, and there's something about the willingness to be in an environment where. Really, your job is just to keep saying, yes, let's do it, let's go further, yes, let's go. And that is so life-affirming for me, and jazz is one of the most rich and joyous and uh, unfathomable ways of musical expression. Thanks for those inspiring words, Brian Tate. Now for an example of saying yes. Listen to how the ensemble work of saxophonist and composer Wayne Shorter, trumpeter Freddie Hubbard, pianist Herbie Hancock, the bass of Ron Carter, and Elvin Jones drumming illustrate that saying yes, both in the ensemble work and in the solos. From Wayne Shorter's Speak No Evil album of 1964, Witch Hunt. Thank you. 
Witch Hunt, Wayne Shorter, with Elvin Jones, Ron Carter, Freddie Hubbard, and Herbie Hancock, all saying yes to each other. And that kind of affirmation is a healing process. Let me read you a quote from Herbie Hancock when he was asked why jazz is not part of the pop scene anymore. He answered that it's because popular music, quote, no longer has a transcendental connection to music and its quality. Just want the glamour. Jazz doesn't want to be part of it. Jazz is about the human soul, not about the appearance. Jazz has values, teaches to live the moment, work together, and especially to respect the next. When musicians gather to play together, you have to respect and understand what the other does. Jazz in particular is an international language that represents freedom because of its roots in slavery. Jazz makes people feel good about themselves. Unquote. Here's a tune written by Arnold Miller and made famous by June Christie that I think illustrates that. I played a version of it in my Christmas special. It's such a wonderful way of reframing one's misery and chaos and feeling good about ourselves. Hang Them on the Tree, the original version by June Christie from 1961. It's a terrible disgrace All this trash around the place As the end of the year Is drawing near These are things I can't discard But it shouldn't be too hard To find a way to use them since I can't give away or lose them I'll take the sorrows of last November Make them a part of Christmas Day Color them shiny, bright and gay And hang them on the tree I'll take the quarrels of last September Cold little words all sad and gray Cover them with a silver spray And hang them on the tree Every worry, every fear I'll tie on a string with every tear Watch them dance in a Christmas light A year's worth of troubles shining bright I didn't realize last December They could be used a better way Paid for then, enjoyed much later Time is the greatest decorator Paint those mean things, red and green things And hang them on the tree June Christie, this week talking more about jazz and healing. And here's another song, more related to the playing of the music itself rather than just the meaning we as an audience get. Another vocal, like the last one, it's about taking something that's micro, whether it's 
hanging tree ornaments or playing one note and making it into your life. Pianist and educator Kenny Warner, who I'll talk about later, talks about that. It's a joy we can get out of the little things. One of the lines goes, I will pour into that one note all the love I feel for you. Anyone who wants the whole show, Remy Fossolatido, will find himself with no show. Better play the note you know. <laughs> a song written by Antonio Carlos Jobim with English lyrics by John Hendricks. One Note Samba, as performed by Stacy Kent. This is just a little samba built upon a single note. Other notes are bound to follow, but the root is still that note. Now this new one is the consequence of the one we've just been through. As I'm bound to be the unavoidable consequence of you. There's so many people who can talk and talk and talk and just say nothing or nearly nothing. I have used up all the skill and I know at the end I've come to nothing or nearly nothing. So I come back to that first note as I must come back to you. I will pour into that one note all the love I feel for you. Anyone who wants the whole show, Remy Fasolatito. He will find himself with no show better play that note you know. British Columbia, Canada, the city where I lived for three and a half years before moving back to my original hometown of Edmonton, Alberta, I had the pleasure of hearing a saxophonist who very much focused on music as an instrument of spiritual enlightenment and healing. 
His name's Roy Steiff, S-T-Y-F-F-E. I'm going to play a poem that he wrote and made into a musical composition for saxophone, bass, and drums. His intent, he states, is to put something together that documents the gradual stripping away of illusion and the gradual awakening of the individual through a process of finding peace in the world of action and confusion. It ends on a light note as the truth that sets us free can sometimes point to a divine comedy of life and a capacity to sing from a deeper, more meaningful and spiritual viewpoint. Unquote. This is called Fulfillment, and it is a performance he gave at James Bay United Church Tuesday Night Jazz in May of 2021, with Roy Steiff on alto saxophone, Scott White, bass, Kelby McNair drums, and narrator Justin McGrail. Fulfillment, Roy Steiff. In our youth, we are invited to sit by a stream, to learn of the sorrows of life, a life of loss and suffering. It is summer, and the stream is a touch of nirvana and samsara. Birds sing songs, and bees buzz lazily as they softly remind us of the glowing, flowing summer of our existence. A fool's paradise. A dream city. Now the stream has become an ocean. The seas and tides are unpredictable. It is possible to lose everything. It's no longer realistic to take refuge. There is no hiding. The cold seas roar and crash alone. I lose interest in the affairs of grounded people. Nothing exists by itself except illusion's incessant roar. After the seas, another dream city. Ashore, perhaps. A place of fulfillment, the breath of nobody, an ease with mundane obligations. They are part of this quotidian dream, too. And now, another nirvana, another fool's paradise, a life of discipline and this joy inherent in wisdom everything is lost and everything is gained I sing here and now
Roy Steiff. Fulfillment. Let's hear Roy in conversation with Kelby McNair talking about one of his musical heroes. I love uh, listening to the words of Sonny Rollins and what he'll say about stuff. And he'll say things that are just uh, so uh, accurate. It'll be like, uh, if you're thinking, it's too late. Right. You know, like uh, <laughs> that sort of a thing where, um, you know, your mind can actually get in the way. Uh, if you clear away the mind so much, then you're more receptive to what might happen. Right. And then you can actually experience more joy through the music because, uh, you know, you've actually gotten rid of the self, right. the big self. And on the topic of Sonny Rollins, here's one where that getting rid of self has to coexist peacefully with acknowledging and holding on to who you truly are. The composition is called Keep Hold of Yourself from 1974 with Sonny Rollins on tenor sax, George Cable's electric piano, Bob Cranshaw bass, and Jack Dijonet drums. Sonny Rollins. Thank you. 
Sonny Rollins, Keep Hold of Yourself. This week on Discovering Jazz, I'm presenting some more jazz artists and jazz recordings that have some healing potential. One of the best teachers of the healing power of jazz is a pianist named Kenny Werner. He has written two very popular books, one called Effortless Mastery and the other entitled Becoming the Instrument, the latter of which I've read and admired. He also has a few YouTube videos on subjects such as that Sonny Rollins lesson about letting go of expectations and the overfocus on thinking, as well as learning to trust your hands. I realize that even though I read that second book, I hadn't heard any recordings of Kenny Warner, so let me remedy that. Here's one called Footsteps from a 1997 album called A Delicate Balance, with Dave Holland on bass and Jack DeJeanette drums. Thank you. 
Kenny Warner with Jack DeJanet and Dave Holland, Footsteps. It certainly sounds like he has confidence in trusting his hands. His playing is unpredictable, yet it flows. Next, a woman from Victoria, B.C., whose story truly personifies jazz as a healing modality. Her name is Angela Verbrugge, and here's a quote from an interview she did with Mark Myers for the Wall Street Journal last April. She said, After I had my three children, when they were ages four, three, and one, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer that had been missed by the usual tests. It was very serious, and I had to fight for my life with every means possible. Chemo, radiation surgery, naturopathic therapy, and energetic treatments. Some of the group workshops I attended for cancer patients called upon us to eliminate negativity, to listen to our inner voice, and live our dreams. There was no question which dream I had been suppressing. I needed to sing jazz. And has she ever lived her dreams? And recently released her second album. Both of her albums have received raving reviews. Here's something from her first one called The Night We Couldn't Say Goodbye, her take on Dizzy Gillespie's Night in Tunisia, Angela Verbrugge with Ray Gallon on piano.
and Gillevere Bruges. And now for another jazz artist who used their pain and suffering to guide them towards making the best use they could out of their extraordinary talent. His name is Michel Petrucciani, and he's a French jazz pianist. Michel was born with osteogenesis imperfecta, which is a genetic disease that causes brittle bones and, in his case, short stature. It's also linked to pulmonary ailments. The disease caused his bones to fracture over a hundred times before he reached adolescence and kept him in pain throughout his entire life. I have pain all the time. I'm used to having hurt arms, he said. In Michel's early career, his father and brother occasionally carried him because he could not walk far on his own unaided. In certain respects, he considered his disability an advantage as he got rid of distractions like sports that other boys tended to become involved in, and he hints that his disability was helpful in other parts of his life. He said, Sometimes I think someone upstairs saved me from being ordinary. Although he acknowledged he was in constant pain, he was known for his cheerful and almost cavalier personality. He died at the age of 38 on New Year's Day of 1998 of a pulmonary infection after celebrating all night. Here he is with something from his final recording called Solo Live in Germany, A Little Peace in Sea.
Late Michelle Petrucciani, Little Peace, spelled P-E-A-C-E in C. I've been looking through some of the critics' choices for Best Jazz Album of 2022, and one thing I'm finding is the number of jazz albums with titles that have positive and spiritual messages. Titles like Spirit of Ecstasy, Fertile Garden, Flow of Everything, the Big Friendly Album, and that's just from a quick perusal. I suspect that much of this stems from that need to heal from the elements of the pandemic that kept so many jazz musicians at home and unable to earn a living or even practice their art in the company of others. One album that I delved into a bit further is called Healing Power, Music of Carla Blay, by guitarist Steve Cardenas, bassist Ben Allison, and saxophonist Ted Nash. Here's the title tune, Healing Power. Thank you. 
Steve Cardenas, Ben Ellison, and Ted Nash, a Carla Blay composition called Healing Power. Time for one more tune on part two of these jazz therapy episodes, ending off with a song where the therapy component is mostly in the lyrics. It's a great little tune written by pianist Randy Weston with lyrics added later by John Hendricks and recorded by Lambert Hendricks and Ross in 1959. It's called Little Niles, and it's about a child and how his simple antics within his play triggers so many deep thoughts and emotions. Watching a child play can be great therapy. And hopefully, listening to this and last week's podcast has been therapeutic as well. Next week, no specific theme, just exploring some recently discovered interesting sounding records. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now. Finishing with Zoot Sims on tenor sax, Freddie Green guitar, Russ Freeman piano, Ed Jones bass, Sonny Payne drums, and the great vocals of Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. Little Niles. Little Niles, every little boy in one, and so much fun. Little Niles, half a man and half a child, and when he smiles, like all children everywhere, he's really living truth, for truth is part of youth, and when you feel contentment surround you, you'll know he's around you. Little Niles warms your heart and cheers your day in every way. Little Niles, he's forever on the go and never slow. When you hold him close to you, you'll finally realize there's heaven in his eyes. You can't imagine your life without him. You're so wild about him. There are days when his mischievous ways make you shout and wear your patience out. Still, you know you'll stand his every whim just because Thank you.
like to talk, although he's small. Little Miles, helpless in his childhood woes and infant trials. When the play of day is done, you badly hold him tight to warm him through the night. Silently you wish time would slow up, so he'd never grow up. Little Miles. 